anarchists, violent mobs, arsonists, looters, criminals, rioters. Poor kids are just as bright and just as tall as white kids. I said, please don't be too nice. We choose truth over facts. I am your president of law and order. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. <laughs> All right, Inside Agitator, episode 33, 33? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I, we're, I'm kind of raw-dogging this episode. There's so much to talk about. We have nothing really planned, though. Um, want to hit me? Want to hit me with a whole bunch of shit? Just I mean, like, yeah. it's, we're, the shit's in disarray right now. It's just not good. Yeah. Fucking Nancy Pelosi reconfirmed as speaker. Not clear what we got. If anything, from progressive votes to make that happen, um, what the fuck else? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean that's really. Um, I guess all the infighting on the left too is another yeah. thing we could talk about. I don't know. It feels so. I don't know. It feels like these guys, like these blue check marks, are just like punching down at black activists again. You know what I mean? That's what that's what it feels yeah. like in some senses. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Do you get well, that vibe? Yeah, I do. There's here's, here's the thing that I, what I don't like. So this is coming on the heel. So there was a protest on Saturday in D.C. and like some people turned up, not a whole lot of people. And then everyone online is like dunking on it, like haha, what losers? And it's like these people actually like I don't know. It's it's so weird to me that now there's people on the left where they're so woke and understand power so well that they're now like shitting on protesters and then not only that like laughing and rooting for nancy pelosi getting reconfirmed to be like haha suckers looks like the force the vote thing failed and like where vouch fans were like fucking cheering on this shit and these are the same morons pushing this like super capitalism shit which have you heard about this no what what do you mean by super capitalism i hate it already these fucking uh, mental midget uh, unpaid interns are now rebranding capitalism for free. And, like, because in their attempt to try to basically out-teacher's pet everyone on the left in order to gain power, because that's, like, the tendency is, like, you know, if the leftists maybe who behave the best maybe will be able to affect change. And so these, like, teacher's pet leftists are, like... And here's the problem with it. I get the argument of wanting him to be like, let's not call it socialism, let's call it super capitalism. We just want to support the free market and make sure everyone has a hand. And like, it, it makes sense on its face. If I was a 15-year-old socialist in debate club, I think it was like really fucking clever. But as an adult who understands the world and how power works, we're never going to build shit by mentally constraining ourselves as if we have to convince this imaginary other not that it's imaginary there are others that we have to convince that socialism is the path but the you're you're never gonna convince the people you're trying to convince by being like actually i believe in the free market so much that i want to make sure everyone has a hand in it 
Because guess what? The people who are like pro-free market, a lot of them, the people that matter, that actually have the power, they know it's bullshit. They don't believe in the free market because it means everyone has a hand in it and we get to compete freely. They believe in it because they get fucking ka-ching! Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and they make bad faith arguments. I mean, so it's just such a... And, and basically it implies that, like, the reason the left has no power is because we're uh, too dumb and to we're we're not as smart as Vouch from his gaming chair, and 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 and, and amazing at explaining things to people who don't want to hear them, you know. And and it's it's just it's stupid. Yeah, his uh, I don't know, his content has been a little odd lately, because it's been like you more won't. like I I don't know. I still kind of keep up with him every now and then. I kind of stopped after We've been I saw busy that. Lately, yeah. But we've been busy lately. But you hit me up last week, like. Vouch just went after Jimmy Dore about force the vote. We should talk about it. And I, I never actually watched the video, but what, what exactly was he saying? Uh, I don't know. It, it seemed like it was like a character smear, and it was like, oh, yeah, Jimmy Dore just is doing this. He's just this pothead comedian. I don't know. if I'm just paraphrasing. I'm, I don't know the exact yeah. words, viewers, but... Um, but he was basically implying that he was like mentally ill too, or, right? Yeah, he's like, all he does is just attack other people. And then he can go back and, you know, say whatever because it's a comedy show. And then he goes back to the example where he, um, Tulsi Gabbard and where she... They all attack him for the Tulsi shit. Yeah. And it's like, first of all, we as independent media should be uplifting everyone who's not going to be the establishment. I don't agree with Tulsi on pretty much most of her shit. She sucks. I don't like Tulsi as much as the next guy. But, like, how are we pretending that he's, like, this big Tulsi supporter who had her on all the time? Yeah. He did... I think he posted a stat, like, some shit, like, for every one Tulsi video I did praising her, I did six for AOC, boosting her and talking about good shit she did. So, like, you know, the idea that he's, like, some Tulsi booster that just now is a progressive is like insane and, and and that's one of the lines of attack that i really find the most disingenuous yeah because it's like what why are you it's the same argument we made like last week i think um why are you attacking somebody who is fighting for the same thing that you're fighting yeah like or the same thing not, you're fighting they for. didn't fight for it yeah they, they, yeah they, and like here's the thing i i apparent the pago people are saying oh they got the pago thing for their vote the Pago thing happened. We already got that. So at the last minute there, it was very easy for all six of them. They posed in that photo that went viral, this new squad, plus Jamal and Corey, who, by the way, Corey at first and AOC both abstained from the vote, but they could have all abstained and really asked for something. And, you know, and the main ask was a forced Medicare for all floor vote, but it could have been any number of things. And it's unclear if we got anything for that. Mm. So if that's the case... What are we waiting for? What power does the left have? And, and I, I can't get mad at activists or scold them for demanding more. And now everyone's acting like, oh, it's no one that really supports this because no one turned up at this random protest in D.C. First of all, you're going to be hard-pressed to find the real people that are really concerned about getting health care within the confines of the swamp. Mm-hmm. People don't live in fucking D.C. And they're also not going out in the middle of winter, New Year's weekend, 
in in during a fucking pandemic. Give me a fucking break. I'm not driving up there, and 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 most people can't afford to right now that are actually in support of this. Yeah, I'm not shocked that the fucking political class that can afford to, to, to travel to go to protest and shit is like not for this idea. That doesn't shock me at all. This is like this is this is people actually on the ground actually struggling that actually realize the life or death importance of these ideas and want them to be fought for as such by the politicians that are going to pay them lip service. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But wait, yeah. can you can you explain more the I guess the abstain the vote thing cuz what from the last thing that I've seen it was that all three of them abstained but then I also heard that they went back and they voted yes. Maybe I don't know. Is that true? The rules allowed them, I believe, to abstain and then later reverse their vote. So basically, give it to Pelosi. And what's really funny is, if you ask anybody who knows what the fuck they're talking about or isn't pretending to and lying, um, they'll tell you that if they abstained, Nancy, it would have just gone to a second vote. And they would have, you know, gotten their concessions from her or whatever, because Nancy Pelosi would have just, like, wriggled out what the extra vote she needs, whether it's from Republicans giving them concessions or the leftists giving them concessions. Yeah. The the idea that, like, Kevin McCarthy or, like, some GOP was going to replace her as speaker was a lie that just people like, like the Young Turks were pushing. And it was just, like, simply not true. That was never at risk of happening. Um, so really we lost, we, we gained nothing and we, we, we stood to lose nothing, which is really the, I think the frustrating part. There really was, I don't think anything to lose there. Um, and you know, even in our interview with Ryan Cooper, I asked him that and I didn't like directly to his face challenge the idea that it's bullshit that, you know, Nancy Pelosi was going to be replaced with someone worse, but that's the fact. Nancy Pelosi has such a hold, you know, no one was ever getting rid of her. Um, and, and that that was at first the line of attack at, at the Medicare for All thing was you're never going to get Medicare for All and there's, you're never going to replace Pelosi. But that quickly morphed into, oh, well, if you understand that, the reality, you could actually accidentally get her someone worse. And, and, and that, that really wasn't true. Um, so it's just frustrating because, you know, this also comes at a time when the stimulus checks are shut down. We were supposed to get $2,000. We got six, which is like when you look at what other countries got month to month, that's sad. Yeah, it's like, like if that, uh, we're the richest country in the world, and there's third world countries doing so much better than we are doing right now. It's horrible. Yeah. And, 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 the, and, and it's funny. We should, I guess we should talk about this. There's probably a lot to talk about this episode, but Nancy Pelosi's house was vandalized, and so was Mitch McConnell's. But there was no real direct action. There was no real direct... Like, I didn't feel like there was some massive protest, at least one that was, you know, maybe covered up or not talked about so much. But it didn't feel like there was some backlash on a direct action level, except for what looked like... And and listen, I'm not one of these people that likes to be like, oh, this was the feds, this wasn't the feds. The Nancy Pelosi house spray paint thing, like, the, the brick was taped off. Which is like, why would you tape off the brick? And the anarchy symbol was weird. It just, it didn't seem like it was really activists that did it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know to what end the fed, like who <laughs> was doing that and taping off the brick. Like, I, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know where to begin with any of that. But my point is, my only read on any of that 
is that we need more of that and maybe not literally at their house where there's cameras and you're for sure going to get arrested but we need smart direct action and collective huge direct action to make these politicians terrified of the consequences for them if they do some shit like this and the only direct action we see right now is from the proud boys and all these crazy stop the steel groups who are like terrorizing the nation right now while more and more columns get written in op-eds about if the fascists are out stay home like that like that that article came out recently and it's like what? listen is that are you, yeah. are you serious yeah and it's like you know you're just feeding into them by going out and facing them and it's like are you fucking kidding happened? me <laughs> yeah God. and it's like no they they love it when no one's out and they can just beat up on random people which they've done yeah and by the way black black was never running around hitting random people it was always people coming and starting shit these people go around and stab random fucking people just walk into their apartment and 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 the only way to prevent that because the cops sure as fuck don't although there have been some skirmishes with the cops and the stop to steal people which is pretty funny which doesn't shock me that there are biden harris cops or cops that love law and order and hate these stop to steal hooligans um and hilariously there's this video that i'll post on inside agitator once this episode comes out but um there's a video of cops shooting tear gas at stop to steal guys and they go <laughs> you're antifa you guys are antifa <laughs> Oh my god, that's too that's funny. So funny. That is the funniest shit. That just reminds me of like the Spider-Man meme where they're like both standing there pointing at each other. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just police yeah. and yeah. Bro, uh, absolutely absurd. And um, so it's just like, and and we're so, and here's the thing with like force the vote. It almost force the vote. The anti-force-the-vote people make sense in a world where we have no direct action. Force-the-vote makes sense if you're trying to get people angry and get direct action and get people angry at politicians that voted against their health care. If you're trying to build that kind of direct action and clear, like, by obscuring it behind politics and strategy and all this shit, you disinvolve people. That's the point. And the point of something like force the vote was to get people involved, get them angry. Get, we want health care. And you're standing in between us and health care. And you saw that kind of energy with the stimulus package. And that's, I think, what almost allowed it to happen. It ultimately didn't. But it came close. It looked like it came close a bunch of fucking times. And it's because you, you, Trump came out and said it like, you know, like it would have been said Medicare for all. You know, you, you people want... To, to be involved and I want people to be involved and fucking Jimmy Dore wants people to be involved and that's where I get the criticism of like so here's this guy from his Pasadena mansion who wants to stoke the fires and it because people are uncomfortable with anyone that wants to stoke the fire but guess what you we need to stoke these like we need to stoke these fires get people angry and energized because there's a fight that needs to happen and right now people are asleep they're not and 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 for whatever reason there's this instinct on the left to keep people that way there's this whole group of people on twitch that want to stay in vouchers debate channels and not fucking do anything real and talk about how smart they are because voting for biden's the best choice yeah it is within the confines of this system it sure is and super capitalism and explaining that to people and trying to convince your racist uncle that you actually love the free market more maybe that's the best you can aspire to do but that's not the fucking revolution i'm trying to build 
No, you can't. You can't do it that way, at all. As no. we've seen time and time again, the we've played. Yeah. The, we've played the game. Though we just keep playing the game. But what do we have to show for it? Not shit, man. Not fucking shit. And um, gay marriage, maybe. Gay, yeah, that's about yeah, it. Like, yeah, not like very little progress. Yeah. And um, I just. And, and, you know, I, uh, I didn't vote for Joe Biden, and I don't regret it at all, because it's literally insane what I'm seeing. Like, they're not going to reverse the Trump immigration policies, like the whole Kitchen Cages thing mm-hmm. completely kaput. I wouldn't have even joked that they were going to abandon that. I thought at the bare minimum they'd get rid of the family separation policy. But it's like, I mean, we really just—Trump's not going to get prosecuted for shit, even though those phone calls just came out where he basically admits to stealing the election— He's just going to be walking around golfing at fucking Mar-a-Lago. I mean, 2020's over, but it feels like we got no resolution to any of what happened. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's 2020 Prestige 1 right now. January 4th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no, dead but ass. Literally, bro. It, uh, we, no resolution. Like, it's like the vaccine's expiring because we can't, we don't want to make, we want to make sure that poor people don't accidentally get it. Bro, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? Are, are, did you not know Wait, about no, this? Wait, no, what, no, oh my god, I don't need this news. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, give it's it to exactly me. It's exactly what I said. Uh, Tens of thousands of doses, that might be an exaggeration, but at least thousands are expiring because we can't figure out the, the distribution chain. And, you know, you don't want to give it to just randos because then, you know, the undeserving fucking uh, peasants might accidentally get it. Yeah. So might as well just let them expire. Exactly, you know. Fucking waste that yeah, money. I, waste that. Give Pfizer that money. Woo! Yeah. Pfizer. <laughs> and uh, literally some pharmacist in New York gave th- these five doses that were about to expire to random people in the pharmacy. And... Apparently, I thought this was a joke when I first read it, but I'm pretty sure it's actually not the way people react into it. Andrew Cuomo wants to fine anyone that does that a million dollars. What? Like, fine anybody who gives vaccines that are about to expire a million dollars. Yeah. What that just sounds like a Trump thing. You remember when he just like sued that guy for like a billion dollars cuz he like fucking like shat on Whoa. his net worth or something. That that well, like, like, liberals are the Trump authoritarians now. And and the, the extra crazy part is a it's like a number that sounds so ridiculous no one's going to fucking believe you. But I think he kind of sold it as like you know those right-wing crazies that are tampering with the vaccines, we're going to find them a million dollars. But under, like, the way it's written, I think that the, these fuckers that just want to make sure people get it before they expire could also get fined. Now, this could entirely be a joke on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm decently certain this is a real thing. Damn. I also heard that the vaccine only, like, lasts for three months right now. As far as its uh, longevity against the virus. We're never... Yeah, we're this is forever now. Yeah, we're inside the house, consuming and wasting away. <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, it's just and it's it's really shitty. I'm not gonna lie, seeing the force to vote protest, no one show up was definitely a blow. But 
the bigger blow, I think, was seeing people react and so ready to be like, ha ha, see? And it's like, is that where we're at now? And like, mm-hmm. like it, I don't know. That's just, it's so, the, the left is in fucking shambles. And I think it's because we all want someone to blame. We all want it to be our own fault or someone's fault that we lost. Because that's easier than the reality, which is that the system is built to make sure to ensure our loss because that's a harder Mm -hmm. issue to grapple with that's harder to figure out what the next steps are if the next steps are getting rid of the hooting bernie bros or getting rid of the latte sipping check marks which seems to be the current divide you know and i don't know it just sucks but also fuck sam cedar and all the like like pretentious pricks of the world honestly I'm like, I'm also sick of it. Like, I am sick of them, and I do think it's time to say fuck the check marks and uh, do our own thing. Because if we're ever going to succeed as the left, I think it is going to take... Um, it's not going to be people from Ivy Leagues that <laughs> lead us to the revolution. No, it's going to um, be... I know that much. <laughs> what, what, is that th- what is that saying that some people say? It's going to be black women. Yeah, they do it. Yes, but it's true. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's gonna be black people. Yeah. that have to do it because it, it's, it, it's it, them. That's like I mean, us. That's you know, marginalized the most, and who's most oppressed in this country to an extent. You we know, said it on one of the first episodes that like it, 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 it it's, it's not even will it be like the only way with the good world comes is if people the black community gets fed up. Mm-hmm. And and that's what we almost saw this summer, and and that's the thing when I, I mean, twenty like looking back on twenty twenty, I think the the biggest heartbreak for me was seeing what the media did to the movement, um, and I like don't know how to square that circle, and I don't think anyone does, um, and uh, what I'm seeing that's worrying is like kind of how we want to square that circle it's almost like we've digested you know the whole community that was involved this summer has digested this reality that like oh it's not going to change we're fucked and so now it's like well what if we got the state to be just as bad to white people and hear me out here but like the reaction to the Nashville bomber has been really concerning for me. Um, that is there's all else. these tweets. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. It's, yeah, that's that's the good point because like it's almost like it never happened. It's really. almost like it never happened, and there's a reason for that. And the reason is not that he's white, but when you if you looked on Twitter, you would think that like there was a white supremacist bomber. And the media suppressed it because they hate black people. Does the media hate black people? Yes. <laughs> Do they suppress <laughs> news about white terrorists? Yes. These are true things. These are real things. I'm not discounting that. Big facts. Big facts. 100. But in the same hand, this guy, there's no proof that he was some kind of white supremacist. And there's only whispers that he was maybe a 5G nut. And it's really just the cops saying that's something we're looking at. The reality of this situation is if you look at any of the evidence, and we'll post it on the page, um, and you can just DM us, you know, if you want to talk about this and don't believe me. Um, but it, he was, it was a targeted attack on an NSA building, um, and he, the building was fortified 
in such a way that his intended target, you know, he missed it basically. He didn't cause any damage to the NSA building, but it almost acted as a directional plate for the bomb and it destroyed a city block. So yeah, this dude destroyed a city block, but you know who's really responsible and who most of the country would find responsible? The corrupt government who's spying on their citizens. And, and most people are pro Edward Snowden, so you have to imagine that most people would at least be sympathetic to a bomber going after the NSA. So they're literally just ignoring it in the media, sweeping it under the rug, the the it's hush hush. They've they've erased everything about this fucking guy. You can't even you look up his name in NSA. You're not gonna find shit. But that's the truth. He bombed an NSA facility, failed, took down a city block, and it's like a perfect analogy for the United States government doing cruel, horrible shit, and then the backlash, the repercussions to said horrible shit being blown right on the American citizens mm -hmm. and their armor be acting like a directional plate and fucking us instead of them because they're who deserve the repercussions not the American people we didn't do the evil shit we didn't spy on anybody yeah no you're 100% right yeah and, and, and so now the reaction is like we need to persecute white people harder <laughs> and like you know and I'm not like one of these like reverse racism people that's not what I'm trying to do here I just, like, don't think it's productive to, like, be so reductive. Like, so he's a white bomber and they don't want to talk about it because he's white. It's like there's deeper shit here. And I think as the Black Lives Matter movement, whatever the movement is, justice for George Floyd, whatever you want to call what's currently happening, it's not productive for any of us to, like, other anybody or it's and, and it would be incredibly productive for us as a group to recognize the incredible surveillance state that we have to overcome if we're ever going to come to power. Or, or, or if we all just want to be hauled off into vans at night because they know everyone's exact social media history, then I guess it's good to just ignore what's going on in our backyard. But if, if we ever want to actually see a free world, I think what happened in Nashville needs to be paid attention to. And I'm not calling Anthony Warner a hero. But a government that spies on its citizens and then lies to them when they face repercussions for those actions, they're definitely the villain. Yeah. You know, if I, and, I, I don't, uh, you know, real, real quick, can I ask you a question? Uh, I don't yeah. know. Do you know who Hassan Abi is? Yeah, I do. You know, when you, when you said that point, it brings it, he got canceled for this. But there is like, uh, what he was talking about 9-11 is the direct consequence of, you know, the American government's actions in the Middle East and, you know, it's bombings it and stuff like that. So, I don't yeah. know, could you elaborate more on that? I don't know, because well, I, I, I found know, that interesting I, I and that kind of correlated to, to what you just said, like, you know, the Nashville bomb. I know we've plane. been all over place, yeah, but... Yeah, so, uh, well, yeah, and I think, like, the Nashville bomb, there's literally a picture that I'll post to prove, like, oh, yeah, this is what happened, and you'll see it's like a directional plate. There's all this, there's just armor fortified wall and all, and, and, and the shrapnel from the explosion right next to this wall just blows right all over all the rest of the block, taking out all these people's businesses. I mean, the type of destruction Fox News was pretending was going on this summer, like really took out a city block. Like really, it does look like America, like really crazy shit. And that's some, you know, um, imperialist shit to say doesn't look like America. That doesn't happen here. You know, American exceptionalism. 
that's some uh, internalized shit in me right there. But literally, it, it it's fucking. It is the that is a man who is not trying to attack people, and that's why everyone's like, why the fuck was it Christmas morning? And why the fuck was he playing a message, go away, there's about to be a bomb? Because he was just trying to take out the tech. He was trying to, to, to take direct action in the NSA, take out their tech. He was not trying to hurt anybody. And hilariously, the fucking national security geniuses were like, yeah, he was playing that message to try to get cops to come to the scene and murder more people. And it's like, go, go shut the fuck up. Like, I don't know about yeah. you, but if I hear there's a bomb, please evacuate. I'm going the other fucking direction. Um, yeah, that's but, you know, and maybe that doesn't make me a first responder hero, but you know, maybe the reason that they have all these people who run towards danger is so that there's bodies when shit like this happens, and and that's yeah. even more fucked up. Let's You're let's not put a these proud people American. with family. Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't lie your life. You wouldn't lie your life down for America and that flag. Yeah, yeah. I'm and disappointed they say all that in shit you to these to these insecure ass motherfuckers with families, and then they end up dying for this imaginary shit. And, and just so that a politician can stand on their body and say, this is why we need to ensure the American empire succeeds because this man died for it. And, and, and it's, it's, it's fucking horrifying and gross. And, and that's what happened to the people on 9-11. And, like, I, I agree with Hassan Abi. I agree with Hassan Piker in that. And if he said that 9-11 was the direct result of our Middle Eastern policy, of fucking course it was. We fucking – we trained – Saddam Hussein and shit and Osama bin Laden was like a CIA agent we gave him guns and fucking money like we did that shit to ourselves it was our own fucking fault and average everyday hardworking people paid the fucking cost just like in Nashville and 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 then what the government does is they go well those people are your enemy because they hurt you but they're hiding behind us like a fucking human shield and uh and that's the truth they're hiding behind us like a human shield that's really and and the the NSA building acting like a directional plate and taking down a whole fucking city block is a tremendous like just a perfect analogy for the American Empire and what it's doing to its people. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. That that makes sense because as soon as you said that, that's me. The first thing that I thought of is like yeah. you know, and, and it's so crazy because I you know you grow up during that time and like. I know I, my own biases and something I'm working on is like not judging people of Middle Eastern descent, whether they have, you know, things on, uh, what I, I, I know yeah, the name I of the, the, the clothing is called, but you know, not immediately seeing them and being like, Oh, they're a terrorist. But you know, I definitely yeah. know people around me right now that if they saw somebody on a plane like that, they would yep. be like, they would like literally their eyebrows would raise up and shit. So, yep. Yeah. It's crazy bro it's funny i almost feel like you didn't see a whole lot of middle eastern people in new york afterwards like growing up i feel like i never did and if you did it was like whoa like ooh, and it was like you know uh, the shit we'd say as kids horrible like it was not it, growing up in new york it was incredibly uh xenophobic and that's what they do because people knew people that died and we were everyone was convinced that they did it because they hate us um, and, and, and no one was, you know, how do you have the nuance to say they did it because they hate what our leaders did to them Yeah, and we should be they, mad at our leaders. That's a hard, that's a hard sell. And, and I think we have to acknowledge that if we're ever going to sell people on it, because there has to be a way to make people understand that. And there is. And, um, 
I guess to touch on, we should talk about Julian Assange too. While we're just doing a, the the going into twenty twenty one recap, but Julian Assange once said that if lies can start wars, then then truth can start peace or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And like that, you know. And I think there's definitely truth to that. Um, hilariously, the U- they were trying to extradite Julian Assange. We talked about this on the podcast before. Julian Assange, fame, WikiLeaks fame, is the reason we know that they originally rigged the 2016 primary against Bernie Sanders. Um, is the reason we know so many things um, and so many things that we now understand about the U.S. empire. That's why they want him dead. They were trying to extradite him to the U.S. A U.K. judge would not allow it, basically saying that he would get Epstein in the U.S. prison system and she wouldn't allow it. And this is a judge that hates Julian Assange and thinks he should rot and is basically starving him to death, but is still like the U.S. prison system's too cruel. And while it might not be a win for like, you know, independent journalism and freedom of speech, because he's still being prosecuted, the fact that he's not being extradited to the U.S. is an indictment of the U.S. prison system, which is important um, coming from the U.K. But I mean... It's good news that Julian Assange is not going to be, you know, Epstein. Great news. Um, But, you know, it it is horrifying. You look at what happened to this man who tried to just tell the truth and publish the truth. Um, And it's, it's, it's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. We really are in dire straits and the media has been mostly silent about him um you now are hearing a lot about the the victory but up until now i feel like it was radio silence on a lot of these a lot of this shit this was a good episode we'll be back next week to talk about some other bullshit um you know joe biden will be inaugurated soon hopefully he'll say some funny shit during the speech i guess we can look forward to that yeah, we can look forward to whatever is going to happen on what January sixth. Aren't some like uh, yeah. people going to DC and shit? We can look forward to that. Not really look forward yeah. to it because you know where people are going to get fucking like stabbed. People are going to get murdered. Yeah, we should actually briefly touch like, on this. People are like about to get murdered. Proud Boys are literally talking. There's hashtags Make America Violent Again. This is like the most nihilistic and just defeatist the Proud Boys have ever been. They think the liberal Marxist conspiracy to install Joe Biden has been victorious and that the police are even corroborating with us. And so the Antifa Antifa police... um, Yeah, those those last eight months were just a fucking joke, man. It was just a big ploy. We were just acting. We were just acting, acting, yeah. <laughs> we've been we've been working with the cops this whole time, you fuckers. Ha ha ha. Um, Acting bitch, learn about it. <laughs> <laughs> but literally like they're they're ready for blood and uh it's uh, and the idea that people are being pushed to stay home and I mean it's working. The liberal consensus of let's not light let's not let's not agitate, no agitating, Jimmy Dore, shut the fuck up, let's not agitate that whole impulse um, is bad. It's bad. It's really bad. And um, I think it's going to lead to people really getting hurt this weekend. And I'm not looking forward to that. Um, and I'm not even looking forward to covering it, quite frankly. But, uh, you know, hope, I'm hoping... I really do think that all this shit is going to cool out. I really feel like it came to a critical mass and everything's going to cool out. And that's a bad thing. You know, I think it's good. Um, that people are angry with the system and they should be, but you know, I don't, I don't like people getting hurt. 
Um, and, I, and I do think that hopefully Biden gets in there um, and obviously they'll have no fucking problem using the police to crack down to the fullest extent. Um, and I think, you know, things are just going to chill out and we're going to be left to, you know, podcast until they throw us in camps, which, you know, it's pretty fun. I enjoy it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do. I would love to see uh, some more direct action and some stuff happen during the Biden presidency. But I've said it before. I kind of feel like um, a lot of people, myself included, are like, you know, willing to do some stuff while this pandemic is over. But it looked like I lost, lost a lot of steam. So maybe when the pandemic is up, people are ready. I, I think people are going to remember what the fuck happened to them for two years um, as their lives were made shit while billionaires' profits soared. You know, I don't think people are going to forget this whole experience. Um, and I think people are going to come out of this angry and, and ready for a fight. And, you know, to, to be seen. But let's hope that uh, the force-to-vote turnout isn't indicative of the turnout to, A, fight these fascists if they continue to stay in the streets. Which, once again, I'm kind of hoping after Biden's in there, they chill the fuck out. But, you know, it, we'll see. They're Who knows? They might ramp it the fuck up. They're, those are the people that are like actually do it. Like it's so crazy. The right has like the people that the left need, like the people who actually take action on shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. like it, no, unfortunately, that that is the thing. Like the right will just actually get up and fucking drive six states to get fucking go see Trump. Yeah. No, it's we don't have anybody. We don't have anybody. I I don't think we have anybody really on the left that like makes us feel like we have power or anything like yeah you know no, we, re- and we, we, yeah, really we as don't. a people have collective power yeah and 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 i think that's done on purpose because the most powerful people felt i think was after that fucking precinct burned the fuck down and like people don't want people to that that energy can't coexist in this country with the kind of oppression and the kind of uh I don't even know, self-hatred, whatever the fuck that they got in everybody's souls. They can't coexist. You can't have that, you know. And uh, and they did, and they crushed it. And and I don't, you know, there there has to be a way forward, and I there is one. I just don't see it yet. I'm not going to be as defeatist as all the other podcasts are being right now, where it's like, oh, we're fucked. We lost the vote. You know, it's over. You know, yeah, it's Nancy Pelosi. Um, but, like, listen... Uh, there's so much work to do we can't be like oh it's over you know there there is a lot of progress that's been made and i'm not mr incrementalism but even just the squad in there even if they are the fraud squad and they don't want to fight for us you know it's meaningful and uh like someone like ryan cooper will tell you who's been covering politics a long time it doesn't happen often and there is shit that we can do with this and in this moment and i also do think like Maybe they weren't willing to fight this one, but maybe there will be a fight soon that where we can... Because we almost forced their hand on this one. They did abstain for show. They weren't going to abstain for show for us before. But may, maybe there is a way we force their hand in the future to really make them, uh, A, to really ramp up the energy, to light the fucking fire, which is what we need to do. Um, and, and maybe that's something that we push harder for after the pandemic's up and we're ready for some real grassroots action. But yeah, so 2021, we're, it's going to be a weird four years. I'm interested to see how it goes. It's about to get spooky. It kind of is, dude. It's going to, yeah. it, we're, we're about to enter 
the propaganda zone. Ooh, Full it's like the splash zone. Yeah. It's like the splash zone. It went and loud, but it's just, you know, Tucker Carlson ads. It's just, it's, well, the worst is now. Tucker Carlson is at least easy propaganda. It's easy to see what he's doing there. It is going to be, it's all hyper reality now. It's all liberal la la land kookiness. I really, and, and the retreat, the COVID retreat into alienation and not everyone being a community and, you know, uh, being individuals, it's not good for all. Like, I really, I, this is going to be a weird time. It's gonna be. It's gonna be weird. I, it's gonna be hard to tell fact from fiction. Even harder than during the Trump presidency, because Trump is a bad liar. Not that Joe Biden's some you know excellent liar or anything. He's also can't speak. But you know, I do think the media. There's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot. A lot done. We already. I already feel it. I already feel it. Like it feels like the Proud Boy shit isn't happening. You know, even though people are really getting fucking attacked. And meanwhile, you know, a trash can was on fire, and that was happening. You knew about that, and mm-hmm. so you know, it's we already that trash can is fucking. That trash can is state property, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, hyper real. Gotta catch it on film. Yeah. But yeah. all right, this was kind of this. Uh, sorry if this episode was a drag, folks, but you know, it, I, I've had a lot of weird feelings going going into this new year, and. uh it's a lot of. It's just a. It's a bad time for the left, but I do think that uh, that only means. I think we can really only go up from here. What the fuck else? <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know. It, everything's just bad, but it's not like bad in the sense that like everybody unanimously unanimously agrees that it's bad. You know, <laughs> like that's true. I think a lot of people, but you know, even I like I haven't even seen on social media anyone. Like, I don't know anyone personally that's publicly, woohoo, Biden, it's 2021, 2020's over. Like, I think everyone knows we're, we didn't beat the bad guys. Like, 2020, the demon, it still exists. Like you said, 2020, Prestige One. Like, yeah. I think there's a conception of that, um, which is good. That's encouraging, because I was kind of expecting to be like, I'm so much smarter than everyone. Look at these fools. They think that it's over. <laughs> but, like, n- no one was really being a dumbass like that. Like, I really feel like everyone kind of knows, like, they, you know, there's still fucking work to do, you know? And no one wants to be seen as the privileged dumbass who thinks Biden's going to fix the world. Yeah, but, you know, there's some people, I don't know. I wouldn't say Vosh is one of those people, but, you know, some of the points he makes certainly makes it seem like it. <laughs> Bro, the super capitalism shit he, makes he me want to like jump a, off a building. I, 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 like, I don't even we'll know where to, to start with it. It's that. like, holy shit. We were going to do a Vosh episode. Nico House is going to come on the show um, and talk mm-hmm. to us. He, was, he did a debate with Vosh um, going into um, about the whether we should vote for Joe Biden or not. Bausch was saying we should, Nika was saying we shouldn't, as like a black activist, you know, who's grassroots and involved with shit, um, and Vouch from a gaming chair basically was like, called him a thug on live air, and said racist shit, and, uh, you know, was intimidated by him for no reason, it was just like, but, you know, anyway, we'll hear from him about what took place, but Vouch in general sucks, um, you know, he's like, you know, he said pro-Nazi shit. We're, we'll get, we'll do a whole episode deep dive on why said if pro. any of our listeners are fans yeah. of him, you shouldn't be. He's a piece Please. of shit. 
Just go look up the the part where he defends like you know pedophilia. Oh my god, the child porn shit. Don't even get me started yeah. on that. Yeah, he, yeah, he, that's really the, the most fucking exi- disgusting shit of all time. Like, oh, I, I don't see why you, 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 why it's even legal. It, there's no precedent for you. Shut the fuck up, lawyer boy. Man. Well, well, technically, if you child porn should technically be like, oh, because blah, 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 blah. he's like the worst kind of Reddit pedant who like wants to like yeah. literally like you know I'm, I'm such a who smart loves theory. Because, yeah, <laughs> because I can think, I, I can outsmart everyone. I'm the only one. Why is it smart enough to see why child porn should be legal? Like a fuck all. Like I can't. I don't like. Yeah. I have yeah. no time for that shit. I have no. <laughs> <laughs> like, swear this but, is a Wendy's. Yeah, but I see why. If you're not a, you know, maybe someone who has had experience with theory, or like, you know, like I'm coming from police. Like I did debate for years, and like debate at like Harvard and shit like I, I'm like laughing at this like dude like oh, what are, da, da, da. I get why people want to as like just normal everyday people want to watch Twitch and like have this guy explain to them the rules of debate and like we're going to use logic and reason to prove socialism is right like I get the impulse for that but like holy shit he sucks I don't know <laughs> it's just I don't I don't I, and I'm not trying to just like I'm really trying not to sound like an elitist prick but it's just so it's just so shitty, and he's such a dumbass, and it's just—it's what a dumb person thinks a smart person sounds like. Um, and I just, yeah, it's—he—that's he, funny. That he's like Paul Ryan, and that it's like what a dumb person thinks a really smart person would sound like. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has to do with a nasally voice. Yeah, definitely. And the and the man bun and the the bro beard and. Uh... Oh my God! Oh, he 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 he's like a a, a Reddit personified. He's he, if if I stayed on R slash atheism from eleven years old on, I could have ended up that man. Um, yeah, I I mean true like I, I it's so it just I think that's why I have such a revulsion to him because I look I see a bit of my 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 former self in him my my Reddit years. I, I see yeah. it, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, that's a good place to leave. We'll do a Vouch episode. Yeah. Anyway, Inside Shaders episode thirty-three. Yeah. All uh, right. Peace out, y'all. Free, free Assange, free Autumn niggas. Bye. Free them all.